What's going on, everybody? And welcome back into the Sorry to Interrupt podcast. We are here for our NFL Wednesday to recap week eight, the trade deadline, make week nine picks. And Tom, you and I just said this before we started recording. You really don't want to talk about this Jets-Giants game. I really don't either. So can we just make this really short and painless? Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Um, You know, you use – I don't even really want to talk about the game. There's not much to say, and we briefly talked about it on the Monday rundown yesterday. Zach Wilson decided all of a sudden with 18 seconds left in the fourth quarter to become a competent quarterback. I don't know if you watched the highlights, but he was pretty solid for the 18 seconds and then for overtime. Aside from that, he was god-awful. Both teams were god-awful. Defenses, I will give credit. The Jets' defense is top probably five in the league, and I don't know, man. The Giants, their defense is really trending in the right direction. Unfortunately, um, you know, both offenses are terrible, awful. Um, and uh, I like, I'm going to use your term again. This is one of your favorites. It is absolutely, in my opinion, a dereliction of duty that the Jets did not go out and get anyone else to play quarterback outside of uh, Matt DeVito or whatever that guy's name is. Um, it, it was just, it, it was awful. And I'm, I'm really, really upset with the Jets. I mean, I don't know what their logic was. I, I probably should read up on that as to why they didn't make any moves during the trade deadline. But, I mean, I'm not asking you to go out and get me Patrick Mahomes here. I'm not even asking you to go out and get me Kirk Cousins, although I was begging for him with the Achilles and whatnot. Like, even a Josh Dobbs, I think we, we squeak into the playoffs because this team is great at every other position except offensive line and quarterback. Um it's ridiculous. I'm extremely disappointed. I don't know how to feel about it. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know if I should just boycott the Jets or I should ride it out. Um, it sucks. And that game, it sucks as much as that game sucks. And yet, you suck just a little bit less. Because in a game where the Giants had the Giants negative played- nine Negative nine passing yards. Sean, they didn't the t- attempt a pass until overtime. Well, let me just give you some perspective. The Giants started a guy who I know you. I think you said they signed him off the practice squad full time. Tyrod Taylor started this game and he got hurt in the first quarter. Of course, which is it's unbelievable with this Devito guy because he's so bad. But like Zach Wilson was no better than this guy that is. Like Brett Favre is probably better than both of them still, and he's like a hundred years old and probably can't even think straight. I I can't even explain how bad Zach Wilson is. The fact that he looked just as bad as a quarterback that after this these couple of games will probably never play in the NFL again and probably should have never been in the NFL in the first place. No offense to him, I'm sure he's a nice guy. And, and on the other side is Zach Wilson, who by the way was the Jets starter for the last two years. Like my my brain just cannot compute the level of an incompetence that this team has that they one didn't sign a backup at the beginning of the season and two have yet to sign a guy who can do it. Wilson has clearly shown that yeah, you know what, he's gonna have glimmers once in a blue moon, but ninety percent of the game is going to be exactly the same way as it has been, which is incomplete passes, holding on to the ball too long, and just boneheaded plays after boneheaded plays like mental game is not there either it's just it's a dereliction of duty at this point I'm incredibly disappointed by the Jets go Knicks I will tell you this I am more confused and legitimately concerned for the sports industry because the amount of people with platforms 
who their job title describes as analysts were praising Zach Wilson after the game, saying that those throws in overtime in the fourth quarter and overtime to set up the game tying field goal and then the winning field goal were why he is the second pick in the draft from 2021. And Tom, these people need to be on suspension. You and I are <laughs> fired. We, we need book. to go up and do this job. I cannot believe the fact that we are talking about a former second overall pick in the draft, Dan Orlovsky, there's one, Oof. who I respect, but my God, guys, the bar for him is so fucking low but that you know we what? have to talk about throws that he made that should never have happened if the Giants field goal kicker could have made a 35-yarder and if, Tom, if uh, I almost said Tom Thibodeau, if Kayvon Thibodeau and that sack didn't allow that for him to have one more second on the clock because that sack should have ended the game. It's beyond incomprehensible to me how anybody can come away from that game with a shred of confidence in Zach Wilson. And I'm telling you, the Jets have not wavered for whatever reason that he is the guy to lead this team. And I know the Giants gift-wrapped you that game. You never should have won. That offsides on Thibodeau never should have been called offsides if you watch the replay. Dable also should have gone for it on fourth down. No doubt. No, I I, I actually don't mind that. If you kick that field goal with Gano, who up until super recently was automatic, it was a 35-yarder. It wasn't a 53-yarder. Yeah, but you know what? It was wet. biggest mistake, Tom. It was wet. Let me just finish. His biggest mistake was receiving the punt or receiving the kick on and to begin overtime. He should have deferred and let his defense have a chance to win them that game because you knew you were not going to be able to get a first down. Yeah, so the Giants gave point. in every single way to give you that game, and hey, you got lucky on a couple of ones. That last second should have never counted because the ref has to hold the ball, not the center. But however it happened, in the worst game of all time, the Jets are now 4-3. and three. So... I completely understand why you're pissed. I'm pissed at the industry for saying one good thing about Zach Wilson, who cannot play in the NFL. But Jesus fucking Christ, how many times can you give away a game? The Giants just answered that question, and it was about a 1,000. Well, here's the thing. The Giants, we know, and it was a dumpster fire, and I think he should have definitely gone for that. Saquon should have been Wildcat quarterback, and he would have shoved it right through. He was Saquon doing it all never day. should have gone down before the first down. Of course, that <laughs> like, too. What are you <laughs> doing? No, it was, it was just – Sean, honestly, I think it was the worst football game I ever watched. God bless it that was. you didn't have it. Um, and you can only watch it on Red Zone. Plus. Yeah. No, and, and what kills me is that – you're right. You said it earlier. The Jets are 4-3. and three. And it sucks for the Giants because it was such an awful game. But we know the Giants aren't going anywhere this year, right? And for the Jets, it's like we are so close. We're not even a good quarterback away. We're just a competent. We're, we're just a backup, a solid Gardner Minshew, a Josh Dobbs away from easily being a playoff team. We, we came out of the gauntlet before the Giants that – even when we had Aaron Rodgers, we were saying if we go three and three, we're golden. And we were fucking three and three. And, and and then the Jets are out here talking about it like, oh, we're four and three. Everything's all good in the hood. The fuck? That's what I should be saying as a fan. Meanwhile, I'm over here thinking like a GM saying, yeah, but that team fucking sucks and I can't run that team out there again. 
Meanwhile, the the actual GM is just talking about how we're fucking four and three. Do, do you guys have eyes? And that's the other thing where I don't even get on these guys like Orlowski and whatnot because they expose themselves, dude. Some of these experts do. just don't watch the games. I guarantee you Orlowski didn't watch the game, and I don't really blame him, but if you're going to break it down, you better watch the fucking game. And then he probably watched the highlights, which... You we you know the only highlights in this game were overtime and he probably was like yeah Zach Wilson looked great so I can't I get mad also, at that. I will also say this: it's not only the reaction to probably highlights; it's the blind allegiance to guys who they have decided when they were drafted were good or not. You know, every single chance some of these guys get, say Daniel Jones is the worst quarterback of all time and the Giants are an a, a idiotic and dysfunctional franchise for giving him money. Whereas Zach Wilson made two really good throws, despite the fact that for three quarters and 58 minutes, he was incapable of... He was doing the same thing that Tommy DeVito was doing mm-hmm. for the Giants. We, that honestly, goes to show, like, you cannot feel good about winning that game. No, the Giants told you after halftime, we are not throwing the football. The Giants should have won that game. If... Honestly, Sean, if if any other quarterback on any roster in the NFL was playing that game, I think the Giants probably win it twenty to nothing. Uh, you know, maybe if the Jets had any other quarterback, the Jets should have won twenty abs- to nothing. Absolutely, <laughs> this was just bad quarterback play, and and you put you hit the nail on the head right there. And honestly, I'm done talking about it. I think we can move on to the rest. Zach Wilson looked just like Danny DeVito out there. I don't care what his real name is. I'm calling him that. <laughs> Enough said. A guy who went undrafted, who should never be playing in the NFL, it looked exact like you wouldn't have known the difference if we if we just played in gray jerseys. Uh, it looked exactly the same as the guy who we drafted to overall, who we've been starting for fucking three, two and a half. This will, by the end of this year, it'll be three years now. Like. <sighs> biggest thing in the game? macro for me. Yeah. Biggest thing in the macro for me with the Zach Wilson thing. Um you know, like he's not going to be a part of your future. No, that's what Aaron Rodgers is. Your future. You do. You are hopeful. He is never going to play another game for you after Aaron Rodgers comes back. Exactly. So, so what do we care? The fact that they have to and also put this why blind you, allegiance to him? Who cares? Why are you coddling him? You should be coddling everybody else and saying, Garrett Wilson, you are you are a top five talent in the NFL. I'm sorry that this guy has to throw you the ball. Uh, I'm sorry to every single player on that defense that you have to run out there every every fourth down without ever getting a first down and get you catch a breather because we have this guy as our quarterback. Like, how many times are we going to lose this locker room? Salah should be fired as well. Well, as long as you as long as you win, and at at the end of this game, and at the end of our rant about both of our teams. Somehow, some way, you are four and three, and in the thick of it in the AFC. I'm not saying you need to feel good about that because honestly, that's a game where you should have. If you were a Giant fan, you should just say, huh, "Okay, what else?" Like I was despondent after the Seattle game. There, there really, you can just laugh. If you're a Jet fan, you should have gotten into the shower. And you should have just stood in the shower and wiped the grime and grease <laughs> off of yourself from that game because there's no. You should feel cheap. You should feel used, and you should feel absolutely zero sense of pride for winning that shit fest that was the Giants Jets game of 2023. It's exactly how I feel, and you know, whenever they interview players and whatnot, 
the players say, listen, every game in the NFL is, is you know, it, it matters. It's kind of like how college football is now, but it won't be in a year where, you know, all they care about is winning. Win ugly, they don't care. 99% of the time, I agree with it. A win's a win. But in this situation, I don't care. Even if I was on that Jets team, I'd be like, we got to do something. This was That was the worst three hours of my life. And it truly was. So now um, let's please move on. Um, we'll talk about the Thursday night game from last week. The Bills beat the Bucks 24-18. And I got to tell you what, man. I know the Bills, I mean, you want to talk about feeling not great about wins. They are stacking some wins up, but outside of that Miami game, they have looked really less than super impressive. But I guess if you're holding them to the highest bar, Miami hasn't beaten anybody. We had that conversation last week. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about Kansas City in a little bit. We're going to find out about Miami. But they got rocked against Denver. So maybe the AFC and the top and the top of this, of this conference is not as good. And as long as you're winning games, um, feel feel solid about. Yep, and I'm done with the Jets after this point, but yet another reason why you guys got to go out and invest a fucking seventh-round pick. And What did Dobbs get traded for? Sixth. <laughs> I shouldn't have even asked because I knew it was just going to piss me off more. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a good Bills team, and, and I don't. I think the AFC is, is up for grabs, so I, I can't really tell you whether or not I think they're a contender at this point. They keep winning games. Whether or not they win ugly, they keep winning games. And it, in this situation, I'll approve an ugly win. For sure, because at least they have the pedigree to, to get away with it. Um, I don't have much to say on Tampa. They are going to be alive in this NFC South, I think. But um, a couple more losses and they'll be done. Jags beat the Steelers. They're this was a very run. impressive game. 20-10. to 10. They now are 6-2, and two, I believe. And with that record, Tom, they are the best team in the AFC. And they kind of are starting to play like it. Their offense is really good. We know ETN can run. But this was a game in really terrible rainy weather in Pittsburgh. And it showed that they can win in a couple different ways. They can win shootouts like they did in New Orleans last Thursday night or two Thursdays ago. Um, They could win a a running game uh, type game and an ugly defensive game in Pittsburgh. Um, I, I give this team a lot of credit, man. I love them. I do too. They have a really good pass rush. They have pretty good weapons. They went out and got Ridley this past year. Obviously, you mentioned ETN, and Lawrence is really spinning the ball well. So, Steelers, I mean, once Trubisky came in, you could pretty much count them out. Um, yeah, I, Steelers are going to be Steelers every week. I just look at them, and I love them, and, but I also hate them at the same time. I, they're going to be a tough cookie to crack <laughs> the whole year. Um, no, you're 100% right on that. Moving on to the next game, the Eagles, I, I know they won by a touchdown, but this game, I mean, the Commanders had the lead for a very long time. For me, it's just, I think you've said it a bunch, the the Commanders play the Eagles really well, and, and I'm not worried about it at all. No, and, and Philly, I mean, they looked so impressive in that Miami game that you, you said that this might have been – a hangover type game. And Did A.J. Brown? Like, now, you know what? Tyreek Hill is still having a year. I was going to ask if he just took the, the crown for the for the yeah. wide receiver, but Jamar Chase and Travis – or Travis. Uh, Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill are still in, in the league, so no. And Justin Jefferson is yeah. too, even though he's hurt. Um, yeah. But no, I would still take Tyreek. But um, it really is weird how matchups are. I know I've said it before, but you're Jets and the Bills. I mean – 
it's a for whatever reason the Bills really even when they win have a hard time with the Jets. Um, and you see the Eagles even when they win a game like this in a shootout. I mean, Sam Howell continues to get sacked. We, we're going to talk about the trade deadline after we review all these games, but the commanders threw in the towel. Yeah. But, yeah, for whatever reason, they really do play uh, Philly tough. But, hey, Philly just got out of there and got another win. And with the way the 49ers are folding, that's a, they just got to keep stacking them up. Yep. No, no doubt about it. Uh, Cowboys beat up on the Rams uh, big time. The score was, and CeeDee Lamb had a great game, and that's the last thing I'm going to say of it. Uh, the score was 43-20, to 20, um, and, and Dak looked amazing. I What, do you have four touchdowns in this game? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was a get-right game for the Cowboys. They looked amazing. They were clicking on all cylinders. Against, I, wouldn't even, I mean, I like the Rams' offense. I like their skill position players and whatnot. But I think against better teams, those corners are going to get exposed a little bit more. But, you know, they, they look great this week. You know what, man? When you when you look at the Cowboys, they are that team where – we you can say this about a lot of teams in the league because of how inconsistent the best teams are. But the Cowboys really are Jekyll and Hyde because when they look like this, it's hard to fathom many teams beating them. They either seem to win by 20 or lose by 20. But this was a game that they did what they're supposed to do if they want to win games. Get off to a lead. You play with the lead. You let your defense take over. They never had to chase. And if they follow that formula, they are one of the best teams in the league, even if people want to poo-poo that. It's just the concern of whether they're going to do that on a weekly basis and against the better competition, are they going to be able to play that way? Yep. No doubt about it. And... Listen, in the playoffs and when the regular season gets tight, it all comes down to the head coach, and I do not trust their head coach. Um, no, of course not. And you hate him, and, and you love when he loses. So you were the oh, OG yeah. of not trusting him. Um, the Vikings beat the Packers 24-10. to I said it a little bit earlier. Kirk Cousins is out with an Achilles. If the Jets even sniff you, you lose an Achilles. Um, <laughs> so bad. And, yeah, I for me, it's – it's more disappointing in the Packers. I mean, Jordan Love, it's like, I swear, I, I watched a lot of this game because I had money on it as well as I got some fantasy players in it. And every time it's like, Jordan Love does the opposite of what he should do. It's like, oh, that guy's being, Christian Watson for the fourth play in a row is being double, if not triple covered. Let me just force it in there. He sucks. Yeah. I don't think he's any good. There and, was some promise the Packers- at the beginning of the year, too. Yeah, he did. The Packers, though, I mean, they're kind of in a good situation in the sense that this is his third year. So after this season, they can decide if they want to pick up that fifth year option. I don't think they're going to. So you have him on the books for next year, but he's going to be a lame duck quarterback. So uh, unlike if he was a starting quarterback his rookie year, you'd be like, shit, we have three more years of this. Do we know? Do we not know? I think they know. I think they know he's not any good. Yeah, I mean, you're pretty much in a Danny Dimes situation where if he balls out like Danny Dimes did last year, then you got to pay him. But I would rather do that than than pick up that option and be stuck with him. Um, next game, Titans beat the Falcons 28-23. Will Levis is the best quarterback in football. <laughs> he throws a sweet deep ball, doesn't he? Oh, man, it was just so fluid. Um, but, I mean, I can't really take much away because – all he did was throw deep balls, so I kind of want to see him throw into some tight windows. 
Um, disappointed in the Falcons. I do think they'll bounce back, and I still think they'll be in their division. I think they'll win their division. Um, yeah. And they just, by Ritter, the way, announced Heineke as a starter. Yeah, well, Ritter did leave this game with concussion-like symptoms, and they said he hasn't been cleared from his protocol. So I think that's why Heineke's playing. Um, but I, I think, think they're Heineke better with Heineke. grabs his job and runs with it. Listen, I, I, I looked up Ritter's stats before. He has a 6-6 six to six, uh, touchdown-to-interception ratio, so uh, he's, he's netting even there. But the fumbles are what kills you, man. He's had four fumbles, and, and two of them have been inside the goal line. So, like, he's costing his team games. They have been able to win. They've played literally nobody. But you, they're kind of reminding me a little of, like, what you've seen from, like, a Giants team last year or the Commanders from the year before where it's kind of like you're not beating anybody. You don't really beat anybody by much, but somehow you're winning. Um and, and that's why I think Heineke has to be the move because we've at least seen him be the engineer of some teams that win games and go into the playoffs because of the way he plays. He's not going to wow you with anything, but I think he's a little bit more competent than Ritter. No doubt. And he can drive the ball down the field a little better as well. And I just think he he's, I don't want to say a smarter quarterback, but uh, he just gets the, the ball to open guys more than Ritter does. And it's kind of the name of the game. Um all right, Dolphins beat the Patriots 31 to 17. This game really wasn't as close as 31 to 17. The Dolphins balled out. Yeah, this this game you could see from a mile away and there was a minute there where where the Patriots were kind of in it. Yeah. They got some bad calls against them, but um Mac Jones just he's just no good. No, he's not and that team's no good and they sold at the deadline. Right? Did they? They didn't really do anything at no, the deadline. No, they didn't do anything. They yeah. just did that. Yeah, it was a weak deadline. I thought it was going to be like last year, and it was uh, aside from there were some splashy moves. Yeah, well, the Niners are cheating. Um, <laughs> the Saints beat the Colts thirty-eight to twenty-seven. Finally, the Saints score some points. Um, I mean, listen, this Colts team, whatever. Yeah, I mean Minshew, uh, where he's the prototype of the guy that you would want for your team as the backup. But I, don't, I don't even want to hear his name. But the problem is is that when he starts for an extended period of time, you realize that he is a reckless son of a bitch. And, yeah, I mean, look, they put up 27 points, but he gifted the Saints a couple of touchdowns as well. Would you rather um, reckless was, or completely, utterly incompetent? Because that's no, what I'm course. dealing give with me, right give now. Me, give me reckless. Yeah. Listen, give me Gardner Minshew over Zach Wilson. I am not in any way, shape, or form comparing those two. I'm just saying for everybody who – tries to clamor for Minshew to be a starter in this league. I think, again, the sample size is there that, yeah, it's not really what you want. But the Saints actually showed that they could throw the ball more than five yards, and that would be nice to see uh, a second week in a row coming up this week. Uh, but for one week, they actually looked like a modern NFL offense, and Derek Carr had a, has an actual arm. Yeah, Derek Carr had by far his best game as a Saint. Um, and, and Kamara coming off that suspension has been amazing. Which yes, he has, has benefited from Derek Carr turning into check down Charlie, but he's been electric. Olave, I guess no one cares about that arrest. That's cool. Um, I don't know. The, the NFL is going to continue to talk out of both sides of their mouth and suspend Tom Brady for basically half a season for deflating footballs allegedly. And guys like this, I'm just going to say this, stuff. bro. If we had, if we, if we had um, a suspension for every player that got in a 
got pulled over and arrested for reckless driving, uh, we may not have a league. So, um, True. Just putting that out there. <laughs> and I think you would want it to be more sensitive after the Henry Rugg situation. And I think that that's why more people are upset, less so than just this isolated situation. But we literally had an NFL guy kill somebody for driving like nuts last year and went to prison. Um, so anytime a story like this arises, you would like to see a little bit more discipline. But hey, if the NFL is not going to do it and the legal system pushed him away and he, and he made bond and, uh, and obviously, the 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 Saints are not going to disappoint him because there's no reason to. So, yeah, he plays, and we probably don't have to discuss it again. Nope, that was it. Um, all right. Why do I pick? Did you pick this game too? Yeah, you did. I did. We got to yeah, listen. I, I I know that Stroud has looked good, and and the Texans have looked better. I, I feel like I said this like a week or two ago. Don't pick a less shitty team against a shittier team. They're still shitty. What yeah, well, doing? the card last week really fucking sucked, so I had to do something. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm pissed off because I had the Bengals plus five and a half. I did replace them with the Cowboys, so that hit. I just wish I had the Bengals instead of the Texans. But, hey, what can you do? I still beat you this week. Panthers also beat the Texans 15-3. to 15-13. Um, 15-13. Yes, my bad. Um don't really don't really care. Good for Bryce Young to beat the guy that got picked behind him. I think he really needed that. Um, yeah. I mean, outside of Thielen, this Panthers team is terrible. Um, and the Texans, I think, I think they're going to be heard from a few more times. Yeah, me too. I mean, they've won games. They've been on the winning end of a lot of scores like this this year. So um, Bryce had to get one, right? So good for him getting that one. I don't think there's going to be many others, so. Uh, take this win, and yeah, for at least a week, the Panthers can feel decent. Yep, and that's fine. Bryce can get this one, and then hopefully it's a good wide receiver draft. Um, is Harrison they don't have out this their year? Pick. Oh, they don't yeah. have their pick. Holy the moly, Bears I forgot pick. about The Bears that. have their pick. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Um, all right, the, well, maybe the Bears could go out and get a quarterback, although I don't – Caleb is still my guy. They might have two picks in the top five, bro. Oh, my God. That's like an NBA kind of thing. All right, Bengals beat the 49ers in quite a statement game, 31-17. to The Bengals look dialed, which I've been slamming the table to say for how long, Sean? Oh, a while, but I wasn't really fighting with you. No, it, no. The biggest thing was going to be whether Burrow's calf held up, and it looks like it's getting better. So yeah, he mixing... plays like Joe Burrow over the last two years, this, this team is a, a wagon. Oh, yeah. Mixon looked explosive. Chase did chase things. The team looked amazing. Niners, I'm, I'm really not worried. I mean, the Bengals' defense played really well in this game over their head, and the Niners just kind of had a letdown game. Are you worried? I mean, especially with the way they beefed it up. And I'm also not worried about Purdy. I'd have to see, like, two more weeks of, of bad. You know, the, the weird thing was, was I thought he, he – when we were on this pod last Thursday, I told you that Sam Darnold was going to play because that's what was being reported. Then I guess Purdy cleared concussion protocol and they played him. And there was a sack he took in this game or a hit that he took in this game where he went back and he fell down and he grabbed his head and he kept playing. And that I, that makes me feel really shitty because I don't know if he's in the right position to be playing right now. Listen, we, we've seen San Francisco have some ups and downs. I, anybody that thought Brock Purdy uh, was going to go undefeated for his whole life and then thought that 
he was the next coming of Tom Brady. Maybe you can calm down for a couple weeks, but I'm not really worried about him. And two, man, I mean, they're dealing with injuries. Trent Williams being hurt. I mean, Debo. they're not the same team when he's hurt. And Debo being out, that's a huge weapon. So you can come, you can complain about how he completes passes and how they win games all you want. But when he's missing his all pro left tackle and one of his best weapons, it's not going to look the same. No, and no quarterback would. Um, where are we here? Seahawks. So I skipped over the Seahawks beating the Browns 24 to 10. Impressive game. Seahawks got out to a 14 nothing lead. Browns came back. But honestly, I think this was Geno's best performance of the year against a very good Browns defense. Um, and this Browns, I mean, we can talk about it more in the offseason or whatnot, but this Browns-Watson situation gets more and more interesting by the minute. Yeah, it was actually 24-20, so the, it was a closer game um, than than you said, but what that's okay. When you said 24-10. Um, my numbers mixed up today, my bad. <laughs> if I wrote them wrong, I would have definitely no, taken you didn't. Uh, responsibility. But Seattle wins this game because Geno did make plays towards the end of the game against that defense. So you, you broke down what needed to be said. I will say this, P.J. Walker sucks. And the fact that the Browns are in so many of these games simply because of their defense is is amazing. Wouldn't they love um, to have Josh Dobbs right now? <laughs> they they really would. And, and they I, the other thing I want to say, not football really relevant, but the throwbacks for Seattle and Tennessee this week were fucking fire. Rock those more. Yeah. The old Oilers and then the 90s Seahawks. Geez, I agree. Those things popped. Totally agree. But you know what? They can't do it all the time, Sean, because then they wouldn't be throwbacks anymore. So I, I just enjoy yeah, them when they come out. I just enjoy them when they come out. Um, Those in the Patriots-Reds are sweet. I do. I, I am a sucker for the Patriots-Reds, although I hate them because I feel like I've I've seen them winning in them way too often against my Jets, but I do love that color. Um, all right, the Broncos down the Chiefs. You know I lost a lot of money on this. Did, did, Mahomes has got to tell me that he's not feeling well earlier, uh, and he did, and he looked like it. Uh, Wilson had the best game I think he's had probably as a Bronco, and he didn't even really play that great. It's just Denver's defense played out of its mind, um, and I know that they went out and got Nicole Hardman, but I mean they let him walk, being the Chiefs to the Jets. So like I don't know how much they really liked him. I would have preferred them go out and get another weapon, but I don't know. I guess – I mean, it gets to a point where if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm like, D- what do you guys want me to do at some point? You got too many mid guys, and that's really where they're going to run into issues if, if they are going to get beat because Valdez Scantling and Sky Moore, who cannot catch uh, – that guy's got fucking brick hands – I mean, then you've got Scantling, Hardman. Scantling muffs, muffs one punt a week, too. Yeah, and then you've got, obviously, my old boy, Kadarius Tony, who who had that infamous week one and, and is in and out of the lineup. And Kelsey's great, but he's not really a vertical threat. So <clears throat> you're asking Holmes to really make, you know, a chicken salad out of you-know-what mm-hmm. every single week. Shining now, I will say this about – What's that? You can curse on this pod if you want. You don't have to yeah, I've only that. I've only said it so many times, but I like the way I just said it right there. We, you know, that's okay. Um, what I want to say about Denver though is you are starting to see the way Peyton wants this team to win, 
he's letting Russ do a little bit more, but within the confines of game managing, they're running the ball and they're de- and they're letting their defense be the best unit of that team, which it is. So I certainly don't think this team's that great, and I don't want to give Russ a lot of credit. But you're starting to see the way that Sean Payton wants Russ to play, and I think that's good enough compared to what they were, which was literally one of the worst offenses in the league. Yep, it's a shame that they're already out of it when they start to peak. But hey, listen, I I'll give credit where credit's due. It's the best. It's the best this team has looked since since I don't know, God knows when, two three years ago. Well, it's the first time that Denver has beaten Kansas City since 2015. I know. When Peyton Manning was playing quarterback for that championship Denver team where Peyton couldn't throw. Um, I jokingly really said I was going to take the Broncos plus seven and a half against just to face you, and I should have. I, 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 I had a dog shit week. My God. You didn't do too had a hot. dog shit year. Oh, don't, don't, don't beat yourself up. Um, but you suck. The Ravens beat <laughs> the do. Cardinals thirty-one to twenty-four. Spade, spade, brother. <laughs> There's not much to say here. Ravens are better than the Cardinals. Yeah, thirty-one twenty-four is not all that impressive. But who cares? The Ravens are actually putting up points now. Now OBJ was not happy. He got zero targets, um, and he has had very little impact on this team. But hey, listen. As long as he's a decoy, that may not be what he wants to be and why he went there. But Lamar's starting to put up points, and that offense is looking up a little bit more dynamic. Um, you went into Phoenix; they're staying out there because they're at Seattle this week. So two straight weeks on the West Coast. But get the Dubs. Get the Dubs. Chargers beat the Bears. The only team more incompetent oh. than the Chargers, thirty to thirteen. I still like that guy. I think he's cool. Tyson Badgett. Yeah. The like Shepherd University. The Shepherd. Um, yeah, not much to say here. Uh, the Chargers beat up on one of the worst teams in the NFL. Speaking of beating up on one of the worst teams in the NFL, the Lions beat the Raiders twenty-six to fourteen. This is a th- thank God we could both pick this one because the Monday night game. This is the easiest win of all time, and then the Raiders decided to clean house after that. And rightfully so. Well, by the um, way, Jimmy G gets yeah. benched. You mean to tell me that the Jets couldn't have traded the a final pick for him? I mean, yeah, granted, at the second he stepped off the plane, he'd probably sprain his ankle getting off the tarmac. But, you know, like, let's just well, throw Jimmy some G, darts I, at I the board. Tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, and I, and I mean this in all sincerity. I'm not trying to be one of the people I criticized earlier, the quote-unquote analysts. I don't think that Jimmy G's giving you much of a better chance to win than Zach Wilson right now. I mean, the amount of throws this guy is missing, wide open Devontae Adams running yeah. and just overshooting him in open space. Like, you can't miss more easy Maybe he was doing it out of spite. Zach Wilson or Tyson Badgen. Maybe he was doing it out of spite to try and get to the Jets. He was, he was subliminally telling me that he wanted to be a Jet. Listen, he would be... Uh, he would be an excellent addition to the Jets. Simply nah, just the because. Jets, the Jets can't <laughs> trade for him because I I did look up his contract and he's under contract. Oh, for, it's awful! Yeah. It's awful. No, I mean, listen, I mean this. Like he's so bad now, he's really awful. Like, and he's going to be hurt. Like, you can't have that. And you see Adams just losing his mind on the sideline. Here's what I don't get: if you know you're going to clean house. Because it's not like you lose that game and that's when your revelation comes. You know this is coming. 
Why are you not entertaining entertaining trades for Josh Jacobs and Max Crosby and like in the NBA, all three of those guys would have been gone. And in the NFL, like the, I'm seeing it with my Giants too. Like we're not trading Barkley. Why? Teams uh, want these guys. What? What is? What is yeah. your incentive to keep them? Especially, there's never an you explanation. Know they're going to trade. They're going to trade Adams in the off season. So just get ahead of it now. That's a what kills team me. I give you a first. Exactly. That's what kills me. Is like, that's the key word. Why? Okay, tell me why we're not trading. We're not trade. We're not trading for a backup as the Jets. Okay, why? Because if you're going to tell me you like what you saw from Zach Wilson, then I'm going to call you either incompetent or a liar or both. I mean, I'm done talking about it. I'm just so frustrated, but I hate I hate the NFL when it comes to transactions. Yeah, it's like we're, we see we see evidence that some teams are ready to blow it up, and it is really hard to trade some of these contracts. Like, let's not forget for anybody listening that doesn't know, Monday at four, a full 24 hours before the deadline, was when contracts became guaranteed. So. If a team like – so like a Dory Jackson would have been very easy to trade, but his contract became fully guaranteed at 4 p.m., so nobody wanted to take on that money. Yeah. So it's not that guys teams don't necessarily want the players. Well, the NFL's, they may not want those contracts. The NFL's bookkeeping and scheduling is clearly trash too because I think it would make the NFL even better if we had a trade deadline like the NBA or the MLB, how it used to be. Um, but, yeah, I mean – I, I am interested. I will probably never find out, but had Kirk Cousins not torn his Achilles, what the Jets would have done, because I explained to you and you listen to Simmons the whole, when that other guy on Simmons broke it down, the whole unique situation with Cousins' contract and how it would have cost the Jets basically nothing to go out and get him, and then they could have let him walk at the end of the year. I, I'm curious if the Jets were like, if if we don't get him, we're not going for anybody. Yeah, I, I did see a report from Rich Cimini today saying that they were aggressively pursuing Mike Evans and uh, Devontae Adams and were told no emphatically by the Bucks and Raiders respectively. So they were trying yeah, to upgrade. Was... But again, here's my question. <laughs> Who's is, getting them the you ball? Can have, you can have Jerry Rice in his prime. You can have Randy like, Moss. Randy Moss. You can have anybody you want. If Zach Wilson's your quarterback, who fucking cares? Exactly. <laughs> really exactly. I mean, seriously, at this point, if they have, if uh, I'll I'll even buy it if they don't have a long enough extension cord. But let's just roll the jugs machine out there <laughs> as our quarterback, and I, and I'll move the thing around. I'll just shoot the ball at them, and if they catch it, they catch it. I mean, we're better off. It'll probably be more accurate, at least. Oh, he's so bad. Um, all right, let's talk trade deadline before we make our week nine picks. I want to hear what you think um, about this because I thought this guy was going to be a franchise piece for the Giants for a long time, and, and Leonard Williams. Yeah, so the Giants traded Leonard Williams to the Seahawks for a 2024 second and a 2025 fifth. He was. The Giants got him from your Jets for a third and a fifth. So um, they get a little bit more back for nice. him than what they – and they did use him a lot. I mean, they got him halfway through the 2019 season. He was very so he good gave you for the them. rest of 2019. He gave you all of 20, all of 21, all of 22, and, all, and, and so far of 2023. He's an excellent defensive lineman. He's really been a good part of the uh, of the run stopping. Him and Leonard, or him and Dexter Lawrence were a great tandem there. But the Giants brought in Ashawn Robinson, um, who's been trying to get more reps because he's been very effective in his, in his time. And Leonard Williams is up for a huge payday, and the Giants were not going to pay him after this season. They used the most out of him. So to get a two and a five from Seattle in this, I think the Giants did an excellent job. 
I wish there was more they could have sold, but to get that kind of capital, that's excellent. It is, especially if, like you said, they're not going to pay them. I mean, I love when teams get value for guys that they know aren't that are that could they could not get value for at the end of the season because they're free agents. I love it. Um, Commanders. What had, do you think of it for Seattle's perspective, though? How do you do? You think this was a smart move for them? Yeah, teams were running all over Seattle, and and he's going to stop up that middle, and and he might even surprise you with a sack or two because he can get to the quarterback as well for an interior lineman. Yeah. Yeah, that was an, that was a legitimate area of need for them, and they got one of the best. No doubt about it. All right, Commanders had themselves a busy day. They traded Chase as well as Sweat. Um, Sweat, they got a second rounder, and Chase, they got a third rounder. Both excellent players. Chase takes a lot of plays off. That's the only thing I don't like about him. Uh, but he went to the 49ers. I mean... Where what is he going to play safety? I mean, they have so many pass rushers as it is; it's insane. Reunited with Bosa, um, Ohio State. Listen, boys. Listen, listen, yeah, I think you know Chase Young has been playing better this year. I know he has not lived up to what they thought they were getting with the number two overall pick in twenty nineteen. Not for lack of talent, I don't think. No, no, but I think he's going now to a great situation. We're seeing. This is what San Francisco and Philly do better than I think. Well, now he doesn't even have to take plays off. That He can just be in a rotation. So that's that's my point is you see the 49ers and the Eagles, their front offices say, get me as many great players as possible who don't need to be the guy on our team, and we'll just interchange them in and out, in and out. The more weapons on offense, the better. The more weapons on defense, the better. And that's what they have now. And this is the perks that you have as an organization when you pay your quarterback position literally nothing. Now, they got lucky that they're paying the last pick uh, in the draft. Since Russell Wilson. Yeah, they're paying the last pick in the draft, like 900K. Yeah. Um, But but again, even if they were paying like Lance, like they could do this. So – uh, they just say where it's never enough, and they are going to double down on trying to wreck the other team's quarterback and win games in the high teens, low twenties. Yep, no, no doubt about it. Um, As for the Bears, what the fuck is this team doing? Yeah, like, why they traded a second for Claypool? That didn't work out at all last year. Yeah, and now they're trading a two for Sweat. Listen, I really like Montez Sweat, and maybe they believe that he's going to be the type of defensive edge rusher that that team desperately needs, and they'll re-sign him in the offseason. But you need that draft capital, bro. Mm-hmm. What are you doing just throwing away a second-round pick for a guy who's going to make zero impact on your team this year? Made zero, it made no sense to me. If it was a long contract, I would have been like, okay, they could they, maybe they could flip him or he's part of their future. But now they got to pay him on top of that, and he's probably going to ball out too because he's the only good player they have on that defense, so he'll definitely be recognized. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. That's a move that you make if you're a Niners or if you're a Chiefs or whatnot to, to bring a final piece in there. You don't do that as a rebuild. But, I mean, the Bears have been – we've been scratching our heads at the decision the Bears have made it for a while. The only thing I'll give them credit for is that they do have quite a haul of draft picks coming up. They do. Um, as for Washington, this is the first sign that they are going to blow this up and go through a full regime change. Uh, Rivera is going to be fired, if not in season, the first day of the offseason. The GM is going to go, and they're going to be able to build the team the way they want to 
uh, the best thing to do is make sure two guys that you were probably going to have to come to decisions to pay, you get them off of your books now. But those, it really is crazy that they, with all of this talent on the defensive line and, and at the defensive edge positions, how many points this team still gives up. Yeah, it's just, I think it's also a bad culture down there. I think they need it to is. move the stadium. It's changing, though. The new ownership group's going to be big, but, you know, when you have the coaching staff from the old ownership group, that, that they need to be moved out, too. And no doubt, and like you said, they will. Um, the Cardinals got rid of Dobbs. They traded him to the Vikings. Again, you already mentioned it. I got to mention it again. It's making me sick. 2024 six-round pick. I like this move for the Vikings. They could go for one of the lower wild card seeds just because it looks like the Lions are probably going to run away with this division. Um, but the play playoffs are still a real possibility for them, especially with Jefferson seeming like he's going to be back within the next couple weeks. I like the move a lot. I love it. Um, he's not going to play this week because he needs to learn their system, so they're going to play that Hall kid who – Looked really bad coming out of BYU. But um, I will say this about Minnesota. This was a great move for this reason. You got five teams right now in the NFC that you want to, that you feel good about hitching your wagon to for the playoffs. And you need seven, right? You got the two East teams. You got the Lions. You got a South team. And then you've got the, um, you got the Seahawks and Niners. Other than that, that you, have, you need two other slots. And Minnesota, their season's been resurrected. And I could see this team definitely playing well enough to win because Dobbs has made that Cardinal team very frisky. They didn't win many games, but they were competitive in a lot of them. And I think if you give him a much better roster to work with, Addison, Jefferson coming back, the running game, um, I think that this team's a legitimate playoff team. I, Why not? I, yeah, I think they could definitely make the playoffs, no doubt about it. Um, but, yeah, the talent the talent gap is is pretty big there. So. And you oh, feel for Kirk, man. I do feel for Kirk. I think Kirk's going to get another bag, though. Yeah, Somebody, I mean, Minnesota might just keep him. Minnesota might keep him. Oakland, they're going to be looking for a quarterback. Um, I mean, They should go back to Oakland is what they should do. Yeah. <laughs> you know I can't get these fucking towns right. Um, Browns. I just have fun with it now. I try to use it as, like, my chance to be creative with it. <laughs> I like it. Um, I'll keep I'll keep fucking up, and I won't even do it on purpose. Um, Browns. That's what's great. Browns trade Peoples-Jones to the Lions for a six-round pick. I like this move for the Lions. This guy can stretch the field. I mean, every once in a while you see him floating on the waiver wire if you got a lot of bye weeks in fantasy. I've started him before, and every once in a while he'll throw you a 20-burger. He can stretch the field. I would have liked to see him go to the Chiefs. Oh, he'd be perfect for the Chiefs. I mean, actually a deep threat who has tans. Um, this is a good move for the Lions. They got another offensive weapon, and you can see that they really like being innovative with their offensive weapons and, and different give give uh, Goff a lot of different kinds of receivers. I think he's going to fit in nicely there. No doubt about it. And then the Packers traded Rasul Douglas to the Bills for a fifth round. Fifth rounder. No, oh, they the traded fifth a fifth for rounder a for a third. Again, yeah. don't understand the NFL, why you think getting a third is that much better than getting rid of a player and a fifth round pick. But I guess if you weren't going to sign him, that's basically it. Traded he's a, a free agent at the end third. of the year, and he's one of the best defensive backs in the league, so they're not going to keep him. Well, goddamn. Now the Bills look better. Um, good for them. We already know that they're a contender. because Especially the because their, their corner situation has not been very good. No, it has not. All right, let's make some picks. 
I'll give you a quick recap of last week if I have to. Um, all right. Sean, you went one and two. We both pushed on our Jets-Giants um, bet here. So my sperm bank did not hit. It is still at five and two on the year. We pushed on that one. So you went one and two, hit the Lions. You lost the Texans and the Chiefs. Um, I went two and one. I got the Cowboys. I got the Lions. I missed the Texans. 13 and 17 for you. I'm at 15 and 11. Uh, I'm getting my ass handed to me. I need a second half turnaround or I could be dead and buried here in the next two weeks. By Thanksgiving, I could be easily done. Well, you're going to have to start changing the way you make picks. That's all. And I don't even know what I do. (laughs) I I just suck at it. (laughs) By the way, not to bring up this terrible game one last time, but what really sucks is when we got off the pod the uh, last week, it was J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I was saying, let's go big blue. It was so atrocious that we couldn't even have like banter. I know. We I couldn't gone. even have like <laughs> you because if you started like if you started shit talking talk you? <laughs> shit talking me, I would have lost. Oh it, come on! So. You knew I because wouldn't. you and I knew you wouldn't. Will I'm might. not saying that you would, but that see bingo. I was going to say that would be a game that Will would still be chirping. Yeah, and I would have. I would have had to absolutely unleash. <laughs> oh man! By the way, reminding me of Will. He's got a lot he wants to talk about with college basketball. He might have a side bet, UConn, Kansas. I don't know. He was texting me a bunch of stuff. So, Well, I'd like to on. get him on because I was a little – I was not surprised, but I was a little disappointed that Cooper Flagg chose Duke over UConn. But it was nice to be on the short list for the number one prospect. No doubt. I was disappointed in that for you as well. Um, all right, let's make some picks. First game we have, we're going to look at your New York Giants. They travel to – uh, Vegas, yeah, it's the Vegas Raiders. I got it right that time um, nice. to face the new Raiders with their new quarterback, head coach, offensive coordinator, and GM. Raiders are favored by two and a half. See, this is when you know that your season is truly <laughs> fucked beyond belief because the Giants, who will be playing Daniel Jones, he is cleared to play this week. And Tommy slash Danny DeVito is the backup. Oh, so Taylor the, is is out for a while, huh? Yeah, he spent that night in the hospital. He sounds like a cracked rib. Um, we've made our puns and our jokes. We don't need to go yeah. back to it because I legitimately feel bad for the guy. But um, the fact that the Giants are not favored in this game is, is actually hilarious to me. Um, I'm going to take the Giants because if they can win any games, especially if Jones is back, that will make the offense better. Uh, Waller's going to be out for a while. But the defense has been playing better, and even though you traded Leonard Williams away, like I said, you have Sean Robinson who has been really good at that defensive tackle position. So uh, I'm going to take the Giants and O'Donnell or O'Connell, whatever. Aiden O'Connell for the, uh, for the Raiders is not going to have a great game. Yeah, so I took the Giants as well. I wanted to take the Raiders just because it seems like every time that this happens where they clean house, they start a new quarterback, new coach, they always win that first game. But given that the Giants defense is playing so well right now, we don't even know, honestly. I'm bringing up the game again. Zach Wilson sucks so bad that it could have just been bad, bad Zach Wilson. Yeah, but the Giants played but really well against the, the Bills and exactly. Commanders. And, yeah. So that's why I'm running with the Giants here because Danny Dimes is starting, and I think this defense is going to give a rookie quarterback a hard time. And who did they name as their interim head coach? Do you know? 
I don't. Um, but they should bring back Bisaccia because he's the Hell only yeah. Raiders coach that's had a modicum of success in the last 10 years. They should never let him go. Um, Real fast on the Raiders, you know that they have been in Vegas since the beginning of the 2020 season, and they are now going on to their fourth head coach in that time. Wow, four and three years, huh? Not even a full three years, which That's is amazing. Crazy. Yeah, man, it makes you feel good about your team sometimes. Um, all right, we got the Jets now. The Jets face the Chargers on Monday night. One of my best friends, shout out to Tutti, he's going to this game. He's a big Chargers fan. Might be the only Chargers fan. You use that line every time. <laughs> I know I do, and I'm just going to keep same doing it. As, same as Ryan. You know Ryan, right? Yeah, you know him. Ryan is friends with Toothy. We, we all grew up together. Yeah. You know him. Um, fellow Ginger, yes. Um, Chargers are favored by three. I'm having a hard time with this game, Sean. I want to take the Chets, but after what I saw, I just can't do it. I want to beat you, so I'm going to take the Chargers minus three, and that's hard for me to do with their head coach. I don't blame you at all. Um, most other teams, I would take the other team. But I actually am going to take the Jets, and I, I'm going to tell you why, mostly. After that debacle of a Patriot game that Wilson played, the next game was the Chiefs game, where he looked at his best. And for whatever reason, Tom, in the three games that nobody really gave you much of a shot. I'm going to put the Jekyll Bills game Hyde opening here? night. Zach Wilson, Jacqueline no, Hyde? No, not, not really, but he, they've – no, because they haven't necessarily performed well because of him. But the Bills game after Rodgers got hurt, everybody thought the Jets were going to lose, and they ended up winning. Nobody gave him a shot in the Kansas City game. They actually showed out for that game and had a real chance to win it. And then they beat the Eagles. So – They've actually showed up for for really decent competition, and even though the Chargers are not a good team, they had. They, I would put them in the category of they're a road favorite here. I think people believe that they're they should win this game, so I am going to take the Jets. Okay, I like that. I like that. I'm going to have to text Suti and see if I can do a little straight up side bet with him. All right, we're going to our out of market games. Sean, my first game is in Atlanta. I'm taking this game too. Yeah, Which I mean, direction are you going? I shouldn't be taking games that you're taking, but I'm taking Atlanta. Yeah, I am too. So we can wipe that off the board right now. Yeah, Heineke starting gives me a lot of confidence, and the other kid on Minnesota starting gives me confidence as well. Uh, also, the Falcons are at home. I'm honestly hoping that the Falcons put up at least 30 points. I'm I'm hoping that they can use some of these weapons that should be putting up 30 points a game. Maybe Pitts goes off. I don't know. You never know. New quarterback, maybe they get him involved. Exactly, and I just think a new quarterback and a better quarterback. All right, so I, I penciled you in for Falcons minus 4.5 as well. Final game for me. Um, I mean, I, I really wasn't feeling a sperm bank pick of the week. I don't really like a lot of these games. Um, but I'm going to make it my sperm bank pick of the week by default because I didn't want to make it the the Jets game again. So I'm going to go with the Browns here. I'm going to go with the Browns at home minus seven and a half coming off a loss. Um, I really don't like their quarterback, but then again, who the hell are the Cardinals starting at quarterback because it's not Kyler. And I really like this Browns defense. I, I think if they put up 17 points, they can win this game 17 to seven. Um, and I'm I'm okay with with you know dealing with their bad quarterback play. 
If you're wondering who their quarterback is, his name is Clayton Toon. Bro, have we had this, like, uh, between DeVito, the guy on the Bears, O'Connell on the Raiders, um, this guy, a few others, have we, I wouldn't even call these guys backups. Have we had more, I'm going to call them practice squad street clothes guys. Practice squad street clothes guys starting in the NFL at the same time. It's crazy how bad the quarterbacks are right now. The quarterbacks are egregiously bad now. Just like it's almost beyond comprehension how bad the quarterback is across the league right now. I mean, even the former good quarterbacks suck. Like I know guys who are supposed to be good. Sean, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's the guys that are supposed to be good suck. Some of the other ones got hurt, and their backups got hurt, and now we're playing. It's like Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and and Burrow, and that's it. It's it's wild. It, it, it is if really I'm forgetting diluted. anyone, nobody shit on me. I mean, I can't. I, what do you want me to? Because you guys would shit on me if I name the entire NFL too. So fuck you guys. Wow, you got a little defensive there. Um, I'm gonna go for my game. I'm gonna go to Seattle. Uh, the Ravens are out there for a second straight week. You love the Ravens. I do, but I'm not taking them because wow. Seattle's a five and a half point ro- uh, home dog. I like so, that pick. I like the Seahawks in this game. Obviously, we know about that home field advantage out there. I don't like that the Ravens are out there for two straight weeks. I do love the fact that the Seahawks have been able to run the ball and they've been able to make plays in the offense with Geno. Um, Smith and Jigba started to get involved last week in those sweet throwbacks. And now you got Leonard Williams, who's going to help the who's going to help the interior defensive line. So uh, I think five and a half is way too much. So I'm going to happily grab the Seahawks at home there. I like that pick a lot. One Thank of the first you. picks I've liked from you this year. It may not mean anything, but uh, I appreciate it. You can't be giving up this early. We're only halfway through, but I am beating your ass this year. I wouldn't know how to give up <laughs> because man. I'll make my picks the way that I can, but the only way I could would be like, uh, yeah, like look at like a team like the Panthers and be like, I'll take the Panthers every week which I won't do. Hmm. What's interesting is, I don't know if this is going to change your line. So FanDuel has the Seahawks at home, but now I'm looking at my Yahoo pick em thing that I do with my friends, and it says Seattle's at Baltimore. So let me get, let me do some Googling. I believe, I believe they're in Seattle because I heard on pod, on an NFL pod that the Ravens were staying out west. Unless they were wrong. Let me just, yeah, I mean, that could happen. Let me just, let me just quadruple check. I want this pick to be above board. I don't know if it's going to change your pick, but I think I'd keep it anyway. But let's see. Nah, it's Seahawks at Baltimore Ravens. So they're they're. Is traveling. it really? Yeah. Well, god damn it! I'll keep it. Then you know what? I'm I locked in my pick. Just or just anybody listening. Ignore all of my uh, analysis. I think they were doing that already. But Fuck you. It's good you said um, that. <laughs> respectfully. Um, but I'll take, yeah, I'm going to keep Seattle. Okay, you're rolling with you're rolling with the Hawks. Okay, that's, I just, listen, I want everything to be above board here. So I want to I appreciate you know. that. I'm glad you I caught that. You, yeah, no, I appreciate that. I mean, people would have been like, dude, you, I, we would have gone this whole segment and people would have been like, dude, it's in Baltimore. Very weird. Now they just know that I was wrong. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got him off the FanDuel picks. I didn't go rogue there. but No, 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 no you didn't. Um, all right, you got anything else? No. Um, I'm ready for the weekend. Did you already. watch his first highlight like I told you to? I fucking did. Um, what a that game. Poster, that, what a game and what a poster by Wemby. Um, my dear God, man. I mean, that was fun. The fact that they came back in that game. Now, Durant, I, I got to say, uh, it's a little early, but I'm starting to see signs of the 2021-2022 Nets because Frank Vogel after the game said, yeah, I've got no timetable on Devin Booker and Bradley Beal's returns. I so, know, it's crazy. No matter how hard he tries, Kevin Durant somehow ends up being the last man standing again on these super teams. That he I can't, the NBA with the injuries kills me too because obviously like the injury doesn't change. So how, like when it first happened, it was like, oh, he's only going to be out for a game. Then he goes to day-to-day. Well, at first he starts out as a game-time decision. Then Booker goes to day-to-day. And now they're like, we don't have a timetable. He's had the same goddamn injury for like a week now. I know. I know. And this is all the time in the NBA. NFL, figure out your transactions. NBA, figure out your injuries. They should just go to what hockey does, where it's like he has an upper body injury. I can't tell you if he's concussed, has a broken spine, or has an elbow bruise, but he's not going to play for a week. But how, like, for me, it's just the timetable thing. It's like, all right, well, his injury has not changed at all, but now his timetable is changing? Like, what, did the doctor or Matt? His ankle is sprained, right? And it, it, nothing has changed. His ankle hasn't magically gotten a different injury. The doctor all of a sudden changed his mind? I wonder if they hired the Yankee doctors who somehow make a, yeah, his shoulder's a little cranky to, uh, oh, he didn't throw the rest of the year. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, you never saw him again. Right. Um, I Because like, the Nets are doing that with Cam Johnson. It was like, hey, like he got banged up a little bit. And then it's like, ah, oh, he's game time decision. Oh, he's out. Oh, he just has a contusion on his shin. He's fine. Oh, we're going to be reevaluating him in 10 days. I'm like, what the hell? How did, how did that happen? Exactly. It, it's wild. But – with that being said, let's let's uh you know let's go watch the rest of the World Series. Texas leads Arizona in the top of the eighth, one nothing. Yeah, um, they I, like I said last night, they need to win this game because the longer this series goes, the the better advantage Arizona has. But uh, if, big game, Nate again, Evaldi shoved, and uh, without Garcia, their offense is down a little bit. But they just need one more run than Arizona, and if they close this out here. Um, their world champs for the first time in their history. Yep, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I thought Arizona was going to take it, at least take the game. We'll find out, and we'll be talking about it on Monday. That's right. Everybody enjoy the rest of your week and have a great weekend. Tom, you do the same, brother. Thank you, man. You too.